Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. That's right. And we will help you keep it running as long as you'd like with the help we get from ASC certified technician Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive in St. Paul. Good morning, Dan. How are you today? How was your week? Well, uh, good morning, Denny. Um, uh, I am doing very well today. And uh, our week was great. Yeah, we uh, we were busy, and and uh, and people are starting to think ahead. It's uh, I think we're past the significant heat summer uh, season, and and we're starting to look towards fall. And people are starting to think a little bit more about uh, that fall is coming and winter is coming. And the good news is, I we have mounted zero snow tires to date. So nobody's thinking that far ahead yet. <laughs> Not that far ahead. All right. Yeah. I have been thinking about that. I I haven't for years had uh, snow tires. Uh, you and your crews have put on uh, some really good all-seasons that have really worked out. They're, that's a pretty good buy as well, isn't it? And tires are not cheap these days, for sure. You know, I think for, for in most cases and for most people, uh, a good all-season tire is uh, the right choice that you are able to run all year round without changing them out. Uh, some people like a very sporty, aggressive um, <clears throat> summer tire, and in that case, they just do not work in winter snow. So, uh, it, you know, if you're going to run tires like that in the summer, then you absolutely have to change them and put snow tires on uh, for the winter. And, of course, that means four snow tires. The downside, though, I mean, and and they're awesome. The, the the traction you get and and so forth is awesome. They're totally uh, worth it. The downside, of course, is <clears throat> that you have two sets of tires. Uh, sometimes you have two sets of tires and rims, and uh, then they have to be changed spring and fall. And for me, the problem is they have to be stored somewhere. So uh, I just am not willing to give up the space and. Yeah. Uh, all of that, uh, the, you know, the, the, the fact is you run the snow tires, uh, half of the year, you run the summer tires half of the year. So of course they last twice as many years. Uh, so there's, uh, I don't think that that's a significant money, uh, problem with it. Uh, you're still getting, you know, lots of miles out of two sets of tires and you would need two sets of tires on your car anyway. But at any rate, I think that, uh, that, uh, a lot of people love them. And it's actually becoming more common that we uh, switch tires out and put snow tires on. Like you said, space is an issue, too. Uh, where do you store yeah. those uh, after you're done? Uh, I want to invite our listeners, uh, Dan, to join in on the conversation. If you have have to bring in your personal vehicle to your favorite shop, your favorite dealer, and you want to know what the heck is ailing 
with that vehicle, call us or text us, 651-989-9226. Same number for either your phone call if you want to chat with Dan or send Dan a text, 651-989-9226. Tell you what, let's grab a call. I think Bill is uh, checking in from uh, Minneapolis with a question. Go ahead, Bill. What is your question? Uh, Good morning, guys. Hey, Dan, a question for you. On my two vehicles, they're older, and I've got a film coating over the headlights, and I brought it in a couple of different places that says they can clean it up. Is there anything that actually gets that coating off so that I get more light uh, driving at night? I'll hang up and listen. Yeah, there's, cert- there's certainly a, a a procedure that we go through. To have it professionally done, it's actually quite complicated. We start with almost a sandpaper to polish it down to bare, clear plastic again, and then we go through maybe a eight Pro, or an eight-step uh, process that gradually goes to a finer and finer grit and literally polishes them clean and clear again. And then we finish with uh, two kinds of liquid polish. One's a polish and, and one is a, a sealer. And uh, so it, it's pretty complicated, actually. It takes about an hour uh, to do both headlights, um, but they come out looking just about perfect again, and we've been doing it long enough to know that it uh, that it does last pretty well. Um, if you don't want to do it that way, <clears throat> if it's a really old vehicle and you just want to polish them up a little bit, you know, I've I've used uh, rubbing compound has helped. <clears throat> will help clear them up, and, and this will just work for the short term. It won't uh, it won't keep them clean and clear like the professional process, but you can polish them with any kind of polish and it'll take a lot of that uh, crust off and make them better. But if you want them really clear and clean, uh, the way to do it is to have them professionally polished again. Yeah. All right. Uh, Just a reminder to our listeners, Dan will be here for about another 30 minutes uh, when Jack Farrell steps in. So if you do have a car car care question, don't wait. Uh, Send it uh, either by phone or by text. 651-989-9226. Six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. Speaking of winter, you dropped that word here a few minutes ago. Uh, the question is uh, on the text screen: When storing a car for the winter, and we've had this before, do you recommend changing the oil before or after storage? Yes, either before or after. <clears throat> There's good arguments uh, for both. I probably would change the oil before I stored it away. Uh, some people would say, I want the fresh oil in there when I bring it out and I'm going to drive it again. Um, both are fine. Um, <laughs> oftentimes on these cars that are stored uh, and just used for a few miles, uh, the oil on both ends is just fine. But but we always advocate that, that uh, I think the oil should be changed once a year, uh, no matter how much you drive it, uh, just oh, okay. because... It needs to be fresh in there, and time, as we know, is is uh, a problem in all of life, and so it's true with your car, too, and with all of your chemicals and all of your fluids, uh, they need to be changed on, on the manufacturer's recommended maintenance schedule, and uh, for sure, they would never recommend going longer than one year. Okay. I'll tell you what, uh, I want to alert our listeners on the phone. Hang in there. We're going to take a quick break. We have more show to come, and we have more text messages to answer as well. Here on CCO's Car Care Show, Dan Burns has helped us out here on CCO, helped you out for over 25 years now. 
and will do the same today. But don't wait. 651-989-9226. We're in the midst of our car care show. Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive in St. Paul is helping you out. And speaking of Lloyd's, uh, let's uh, find out where you guys are located and when you oper- when you are operational. Well, thank you for that, Denny. We are at 982 Grand Avenue in St. Paul, right between Lexington and Victoria. You can find us on the web at lloydsautomotive.net, L-L-O-Y-D-S, lloydsautomotive.net. You can give a call as soon as this morning. We're we're here on Saturday mornings uh, at 651-228-1316. And our normal business hours are from uh, 7 a.m. to 6 p.m., five days a week. And then on Saturdays, we're here from 8 a.m. till noon. Very good. Well, we'll get you that uh, phone number before Dan leaves us. Dan will be with us till about 7.45 this morning, by the way. Uh, we have callers. We have texters, Dan, so let's get back to it. I think Dan in Andover has been waiting the longest. Dan, thank you, and what is your question? Hey, good morning. I have a 2006 Acura TSX with a 2.4, and I've noticed on these colder mornings now that we had last week that on cold weather kind of starts in the morning, it sounds like the VTEC actuator makes a noise of rattling, almost like a heat shield rattle for about two to three seconds, and then it goes away and it never happens again until the following cold morning. Um was wondering if that's doing any harm to anything and needs to be done right away before anything bad could happen, or... If you know of a secret potion, you can put in the oil to maybe make it go away. Mm-hmm. Well, I think the best thing you can do is be sure that you have clean oil in there and that the oil has been changed on a uh, normal schedule. Don't uh, uh, You do not want to um, run extended oil changes on a vehicle like that. that those... Uh, Phasers need to be uh, lubricated properly, and any and there's there's small uh, holes that the oil runs through, and they can't get clogged up. They need to be working properly, and if mechanically that uh, that phaser is uh, rattling, and uh, of course it's rattling because there's not oil pressure getting there uh, to to advance it like it it's supposed to be. Um, if they're if they're rattling like that, I think in the short term it's just fine. The fact that it's only a second or two, um, but as that time gets longer, or if it gets to be a, uh, a more significant uh, sound, and uh, the the risk you run is that something will come apart in there, and so in and in that case, then you can. Uh, end up with some engine damage or some some other significant damage as a result of that coming apart. So uh, that's what you're going to be uh, watching for and be careful about. But uh, I think in the short term, it's probably just fine if it's only lasting for a second or two and then is quiet after that. All right. I want to get some text messages answered too, but I think Jose in St. Paul has been waiting to uh, ask you a question. Jose, what is your question for Dan? Oh, buenos dias, sir. Buenos dias. Uh, I have a 2008 Ford pickup two-wheel drive, and I was curious how hard it is to change the ABS sensor 
and what precautions should I take? I'm going to hang up and listen, okay? Thank you. Okay, Thank you. sure. Well, the uh, the ABS sensor uh, on paper is very simple to change. It's just a little plastic uh, device that is held in most commonly with one small bolt uh, to hold it into place. And uh, like I say, theoretically, it should just unbolt and should come right out uh, quite easily. Uh, bad news is that we live in Minnesota where rust occurs and the rust around that plastic sensor over the years has um, grown. And for that reason, it's it's pinched in there with the rust. And so quite commonly, when you go to take it out, uh, the sensor simply breaks off and then you have to drill out the remaining part and uh, one way or another get all of that cleaned out and then buff the metal area uh, clean so that the new sensor will slide right in there. Um, so what should theoretically be a real simple process to unscrew and unplug and plug in a new one gets a little complicated because of the rust factor. And uh, so it's, it's a little bigger job than you might be thinking, but if you are patient and pick it and clean it, clean all that old uh, sensor out and getting the new one in, uh, once it's out, is pretty easy. All right. Let's grab a quick text here. Maybe it's a comment, basically. Uh, texter says this, why do they no longer repair transmissions? I have a transmission that shifts hard when cold from park to drive. They won't even give me a price to repair the bad solenoid. They just want to put in a rebuilt or used transmission. What a waste. No comment for that. <laughs> well, well, yeah, they do. Uh, people do repair and uh, rebuild transmission. Uh, it's common. Uh, the trouble is, for most of us, there's way too many of them. It's way too much to know about. And if you you know don't do them all the time, you're not very good at them. And so the transmission that they take out of your vehicle and replace with a rebuilt unit actually will be repaired and uh, rebuilt. When we sell a transmission, we have to send in your old core. They take your old core apart and rebuild it and sell it to the next person. So that's how it works. And, uh, it, but in, you know, in that process, uh, um, you know, the, it's become very common to just replace your old transmission with a new, with a different rebuilt unit. And it's, it's good. It's a good deal because the, uh, you know, it's been rebuilt by a professional who does them all the time and is really, really good at them and has all the tools and the testing uh, equipment and facility to to uh, rebuild them the way that they need to be rebuilt and know that they're going to last a good long time. Very good. All right, Dan, we need to take a break. We have more show to come, more Car Care Show. Dan will be with us for about another 15, 16 minutes or so here on News Talk 830 WCCO. And good morning. Welcome back to our Car Care Show. We are around every Saturday. Thanks to the good folks at Lloyd's Automotive. That means Dan Burns specifically. I know we hear from Nick once in a while, too. But Dan, uh, we have uh, boy, we have a bunch of text messages. Can we see if we can't uh, wade through these and help these folks out before you take your leave today? Um, here's one says for Dan and his this I'm, this is verbatim now and his great car care show. How about that? Uh, it says I have an electric car, Nissan Leaf to be exact, and wondering whether his shop is looking at the future and considering training his staff for maintenance work on the electric vehicles 
coming in the next few years that comes from Bill. What do you think about that? <laughs> we are we are doing some training on uh, electric vehicles, and um, uh, so we will be do will be dealing with that. Of course, there's not that many on the road yet, and they're pretty new technology, so we don't see a ton of them. But uh, but we have the guys are working on their training, and uh, we will in the short term here be certified in electric uh, vehicles. We certainly are certified already in hybrid and uh, deal a lot with that. But, uh, yes, we will be trained, and uh, the entire aftermarket uh, will be trained in that. So uh, that'll be good news that uh, that they won't be scary uh, like they have been in the past. And I've been reading, as you probably have, various articles about um, even trucks, uh, electric trucks that in some cases uh, 700 to 1,000 horsepower in a moment. These are all electric. <laughs> By the way, yeah. that's just amazing. Well, you know, that's the uh, a lot of the sports cars that the really really high end sports cars are excited about uh, electric assist because an electric motor uh, doesn't need to rev up like a, like an internal combustion engine. An electric motor, when you uh, hit wide open throttle, <clears throat> it's right there. And so, uh, when it comes to to uh, acceleration and things like that, electric motors are pretty fun. Well, I guess. Here's a text that says, hi, enjoy your show. I have a 2009 Mercury Mariner. The ABS light comes on, then goes off, and then comes on. When I start out, it very often will uh, catch and grab and make a uh, grinding sound when I turn with the brakes. Brakes are good. Uh, any ideas on what's causing that to happen? Well, that noise that you're hearing is the ABS actually activating uh, because it's confused. Um, and... And uh, that happens when things aren't right. And uh, the fact that the, that the light comes and goes means that there will be a code stored in there that will be uh, diagnostic information for us and, uh, and give us some direction as to where we need to go to do some checking to figure out what's going on with your ABS system. But the fact that the light has been on and, and, uh, and stays on from time to time uh, is good news that we can get we can access that information and it'll give us some direction. So uh, you'll need some help on that. The EBS system is a complicated system, and and uh, you need a trained professional actually to be working on that because it's a significant safety thing. So yeah, uh, sure. take that in and get some help on that. The diagnostic portion will not be significant. Uh, you know, they'll maybe charge you an hour's labor or something to do checking and figure out what's going on. And then at that point, they'd be able to give you an estimate, and you can make a decision about what you want to do about it. Earlier this morning, we were talking about snow tires, and uh, Tom from Lakeville sent this in. He said, if you have a front-wheel drive, do you need four snow tires? You do need four. Um, you know, when it comes to steering and handling and braking on your car, uh, all four wheels are involved, and all four wheels are important. And so that's why the that's why the manufacturer recommends rotating tires the way they do because they want all four tires, in fact, to wear evenly and have the same amount of tread depth. Because uh, if you have uh, good, you know, like really really grippy tires on either the front or the rear, and not so grippy tires on the other, 
then uh, you end up in a situation, you know, going down the highway or whatever, where you get oversteer or understeer, and in the, in that can create problems uh, with handling and safety, actually, because the vehicle can it can cause the vehicle to spin out. So, yes, if you're putting snow tires on a front wheel drive vehicle, you need all four. Okay. Yeah, let's see, we've got a couple of minutes or so to go, Dan. Uh, here's a text that says, a 2002 Cadillac Eldorado, 400, I'm sorry, 47,000 miles. Uh, is replacing an oil pan gasket a big job? Uh, I think that probably is a very big uh, really? job. At the at the very least, the, the uh, engine cradle needs to come out, and, of course, attached to the cradle is a steering rack and a whole bunch of other things. Um, to make to give you access to to uh, change that, and uh, uh, in some cases, the engine actually has to come out to change them. But I, I, without looking it up, I'm not sure what the procedure is on that vehicle. But uh, that's probably a big deal. Ooh, wow! Uh, let's see. Let's grab another one. The 2014 Dodge Caravan, well maintained, 303,000 miles on it, has a leaky radiator. How do you feel about a repair? Possibly using, and I think they they're trying to spell a. Uh, uh, a, 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 a brand name that that I can't really yeah. read here, uh, but you know. Yeah. Well, I can. So. I can. I don't care what the brand name is. I can answer that question <laughs> without it any. Uh, I don't think that's a very good idea. Uh, it's a. It's a, at best a short term fix, and uh, and you're you're solving a short term problem and ending up with more long term problems mm-hmm. by using that. So. I think that it's best to just ante up and uh, replace that leaking radiator with a different radiator with a new radiator, mm-hmm. and uh, you'll have long-term success for the whole car by doing so. Before uh, before we let you go, how do we get in touch with you guys at Lloyd's Automotive? Come on over. That's the best way to get in touch with us. We're at 982 Grand Avenue, right between Lexington and Victoria in St. Paul. You can find us on the web at lloydsautomotive.net, L-L-O-Y-D-S, lloydsautomotive.net, or give us a call. We'll be here this morning at 651-228-1316. Excellent. Let's do this again next week, same time, same station. What do you say? That sounds great, Denny. Thanks so much. Thank you. Have a good week. Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive on beautiful Grand Avenue in St. Paul. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 